Welcome to the One Year Daily Chronological Bible Studies Podcast. This is Rodney Harrier, your host. If you are looking for a fresh and easy approach to read through God's Word and understand it, you have come to the right place. By following these chronological Bible studies, you will understand how the events, characters, and writings fit together in their proper sequence. What you learn can change your life forever. title for today's lesson is Evidence of a Righteous Life. Today's Bible reading, Job 29-31. through Someone once asked, if a person accused you in a court of law of being a Christian, would there be enough evidence to convict you? What is the evidence for a righteous life? Going to church? Kindness, listening, smiling, and being positive all the time? Dependable and giving an honest day's work? Loving and spending time with family? Telling the truth? Trustworthy? While these things may show that a person is a Christian, Job sets an example that challenges us to be so much more. Job's Blessed Life At one time, God favored Job, and almost everyone loved and respected him. Poetically, Job described it as a time... When the Almighty was still with me, and my children were around me, when my path was drenched with cream, and the rock poured out for me streams of olive oil. Job 29, 5-6 Why did God bless Job? Because he had a close relationship with the Lord, always seeking to please Him, and he lived a righteous life. We can find true righteousness and peace in a personal relationship with the Lord. How was Job's righteousness expressed? He explains it this way, Whoever heard me spoke well of me, and those who saw me commended me, because I rescued the poor who cried for help, and the fatherless who had none to assist him. The man who was dying blessed me. I made the widow's heart sing. I put on righteousness as my clothing. Justice was my robe and my turban. I was eyes to the blind and feet to the lame. I was a father to the needy. I took up the case of the stranger. I broke the fangs of the wicked and snatched the victims from their teeth. Job 29, 11-17 Job feels God is wronging him. Because this godly man lost his health, wealth, and family, some of the most worthless men and their sons mock him. His friends also accuse him of wickedness. Besides that, he is in constant pain from a skin disease. Job doesn't understand why all this is happening to him, and he doesn't know Satan's role in all this. This righteous man feels God has afflicted him. I cry out to you, O God, but you do not answer. I stand up. But you merely look at me. You turn on me ruthlessly. With the might of your hand you attack me. You snatch me up and drive me before the wind. You toss me about in the storm. I know you will bring me down to death. 
to the place appointed for all the living. Job 30, verses 20 through 23. Job appeals to God. He knows God is just and merciful, so he seeks understanding. Surely no one lays a hand on a broken man when he cries for help in his distress. Have I not wept for those in trouble? Has not my soul grieved for the poor? Yet when I hoped for good, evil came. When I looked for light, then came darkness. The churning inside me never stops. Days of suffering confront me. I go about blackened, but not by the sun. I stand up in the assembly and cry for help. I have become a brother of jackals, a companion of owls. My skin grows black and peels. My body burns with fever. I tuned my harp to mourning and the flute to the sound of wailing. Job 30, verses 24 through 31. Job continues to present evidence. I made a covenant with my eyes not to look lustfully at a girl. For what is man's lot from above? His heritage from the Almighty on high. Is it not ruin for the wicked, disaster for those who do wrong? Does not he see my ways and count every step? Job 31, 1-4 Job realizes it is best to walk in the fear of the Lord and not give himself to evil. God blesses the righteous and punishes those who do wrong. One day he will hold all people accountable for their actions. In summary, Job says, If I have been deceitful, committed sexual sin, mistreated my servants, not shared what I have with the poor, widowed and distressed, or oppressed orphans, then I would expect punishment. If I have put my trust in wealth, rejoiced at others' misfortunes, or if I haven't taken care of the needs of my household, I would expect God's wrath. If I have concealed my sins, or have mistreated the land or the tenants who farm it, then I could well understand God's judgment upon me. But I have done none of these things. Job appeals for God's justice. Oh, that I had someone to hear me. I now sign my defense. Let the Almighty answer me. Let my accuser put his indictment in writing. Surely I would wear it on my shoulder. I would put it on like a crown. I would give him an account of my every step. Like a prince, I would approach him. Job 31, 35-37 Although Job's statement may sound arrogant, clearly there is evidence of his righteous life. Because of this, he believes he has a just appeal to make with God. However, the Lord is sovereign. He doesn't owe an explanation to anyone. God has a higher purpose, which Job knows nothing about. His physical and emotional sufferings and friends have broken him down. So Job feels he must justify himself and even shift the blame to God. Do we do this? Would we do it if we were in Job's situation? Probably. It would be better to practice silence and trust God. However, this would be difficult if our health were suffering and our friends repeatedly mocked and harassed us. As we look beyond Job's pride, what may we learn about the evidence of a righteous life. Takeaway lessons. True righteousness and peace 
are found in a personal relationship with God through Jesus Christ. The evidence of a righteous life involves personal and practical holiness, living a life pleasing to God and reaching out to others with sympathy, kindness, and help. Job was like Jesus in his compassion and practical righteousness, and we should be like Jesus to others. Pain and suffering tempt us to blame God, but the Lord has higher purposes which we may know nothing about. Focus verse. Zechariah 7.9 This is what the Lord Almighty says, Administer true justice, show mercy and compassion to one another. Join me for a prayer response to today's Bible study. Dear Father in Heaven, You are holy and good, although sometimes it seems like You are against us. We pray You will accomplish Your will and show us Your mercy and grace. Teach us to trust You. You will not leave or forsake us. When we are in pain, we long for your kingdom to come. Help us bear our hardships trusting in you. We want to be excellent testimonies before others, so they will also desire a relationship with you. Please provide our daily needs and help us speak encouraging words to those going through difficult times. Forgive us if we ever shake our fists in your face. Help us forgive others who misunderstand and judge us. Lead us away from the temptation to rail against them, and may we do all things for your glory and praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Looking ahead, those who hear others defend themselves may respond with judgmental pride. How can we avoid this and help the sufferer? You'll find the written version of today's podcast on my website, chronologicalbiblestudies.com, and if you sign up for email, you can receive free chronological Bible reading schedules to use with your own Bible. Don't forget to subscribe to my podcast so you can receive new episodes as soon as they're available. Thank you for listening. Remember, go with God and He goes with you.